Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. As you know, we have been looking at the parables of Jesus and examining, uh, particularly out of Matthew uh, 13 and the parallel passages in the other Gospels, other uh, parables that we've seen, that we've seen the parable of the soils or the sower, the parables of the weeds. We saw the parable of a mustard seed, of a yeast, of a hidden treasure, the parable of the pearl, the parable of the net. And uh, there's actually a lot of parable and parable-like uh, accounts and stories in the gospel, which really just sort of begs the question that I started to start with this at the very beginning. I thought, well, let's just jump in and then we'll deal with it at some point. So I want to do it today. Uh, the question arises, what is a parable? Well, that's a great question. And <laughs> what is it that we're actually looking at? And I'm going to use uh, Rose Publishing puts out some just phenomenal resources. You may know them by their uh, uh, charts that you'll run into in Christian bookstores and things like that. But they also publish all those things in a book format. Let me just read to you what they say about parables. They say this, Parables are stories that fulfill a specific function in a specific way. Parables are extended ana analogies. In other words, parable, parables are extended comparisons between two objects. This comparison seeks to identify similarities or highlight differences to explain or clarify something about one of the objects. And so uh, sometimes we'll see that parables, this is me now, uh, are just word pictures and they're expressions in uh, forms of a metaphor or a simile or an allegory. Now, be reminded of this because, boy, it's been a while since most of us have uh, thought about this kind of stuff, right? A metaphor is the comparison of two subjects emphasizing a specific similarity. So you'll see things like in the psalmist that God is my rock. Well, that's not saying that God is a rock, literally, but he has characteristics like a rock. Well, what would that be? Well, he's solid, he's strong, that type of thing. A simile is like a metaphor, and it compares two uh, objects, but the comparison is really stronger and uh, more vivid, more emphatic, as one writer said. And it will use the terms uh, like, uses words like something is like this. So the psalmist again writes the thing that says that man is like a breath. Okay, The kingdom of heaven is like this. Jesus uses that phrase quite often. And then an allegory is an extended metaphor. Okay, And we run into several of these in Scripture, a great ones out of Galatians 4, where Sarah and Hagar, two people who actually lived, and we know their stories from the Old Testament, they stand for two different covenants. So that, that's an allegory type of thing. And so parables consist of all these things. We, we are familiar with the parables that are sort of the longer story-like kind of things. But quite often you run into a parable like what we're going to see today out of, out of Matthew to where it's just a quick little thing that's stated and then you go, oh, I see what's going on. We've already encountered this in Mark and Luke when we did cross-references uh, with Matthew earlier. So sorry to get you lost there. But listen what it says here. This is Matthew chapter 5. So chapter 5, 6, and 7 is what we call the Sermon on the Mount. And Jesus is speaking, and he says this in the 14th verse. You are the light of the world. 
Well, there is the uh, the parable, the the picture, the word picture of what those who are disciples of the Lord are. You are the light of the world. We're not light rays ourselves, but in the same way that light defeats darkness, we are the light of the world. So let me read this. Actually, a three verses right here, verses 14, 15, and 16. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. So in speaking forth this little parable right here, Jesus is revealing some things. Now, let me say again, uh, Mark 4 has a parallel passage, the same type of thing. Luke 8 and Luke 11 both have the same type of thing. And when you read these things, you find out, wait a minute, they're sort of in a different context you know, they're given this account being in a different story that Jesus is speaking. And sometimes people get distracted by that. Well, don't be distracted. Have we not ever told the same story more than once? Have we not ever used the same metaphor, <laughs> the same simile, the same allegory more than once? Haven't we repeated ourselves to drive home the point? Well, of course we have. You know, that's the way you communicate. Don't ever forget that repetition is at the heart of learning. So Jesus would speak these things over and over. He would go into a town and proclaim the kingdom of God, and he might say what he had just said in another town. We don't know. But he's speaking forth the truth. Now, what is he trying to communicate here? What is he saying? He's saying this. You know, you are the light of the world. Okay? If you are truly a believer, then you cannot be hidden, and you must not hide yourself. He says a city set on a hill can't be hidden. <laughs> you know, why are you trying to hide a hidden that a city that's up on top of the hill for all the world to see. In the same way, we as the light of the world, we as the light bearers, that's what we are. We are the very bearers of the presence of the Most High God. We are imagers of God. Not only were we made in the image of God, we carry the very image and we bear the image and we project the image of God. The Lord Himself dwells within us, Father, Son, and Spirit, the fullness of the Godhead dwells within believers. So don't hide that. Don't quench that. He says, you don't light a lamp just to stick it under a basket, do you? What's the point of that? And let me tell you, so many people who are true believers actually do that in various forms and fashions. They try to hide who they really are. And they'll sit there and go, well, you know, I, I just don't want to offend anybody. I just don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. No, no, no. <clears throat> you are a lit city sitting on top of a hill. <laughs> you need to shine. He says, you don't hide that lamp under a basket, but you put it on a lampstand. You put it up here where everybody can see, where you give light to all who are in the house. Notice that. It is our role and our responsibility to shine and to give light to all that are in the house. So you can't come along and just say, well, I'm a believer within this arena of my life, and I shine really bright over here. But over here, I sort of dim myself, and I put myself under a basket because, you know, I just don't want to be offensive. No, no, usually it's out of fear, okay? Usually it's out of fear. The last verse, he says, let your light shine before men. This is all men. He says, you need to shine before all men. How? 
in such a way that they may see your good works. So we live life in a way to where we are shining as the light unto the world, the light of the Most High God, that they would see our good works. Now, we don't do the good works where you go, hey, look at me. I'm a really great light bearer. Am I not shining really, really bright? No, no. What he's saying is this, that the good works that you are doing will illuminate men, and they will see these things. And not only will they see this, you will do the good works. And by doing this, the last phrase, and glorify your Father who is in heaven. The good works that we do by his empowering shine as the light into the world. Folks, don't hide those things. I'm not talking about the good works we do in the flesh to, to get the, uh, the uh, accolades of man. No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm, and neither is Jesus. I'm talking about the good works that shine, that glorify the Father, that are empowered by the Father, that bring the many into the kingdom, that literally do this, that light the way into the kingdom for folks. That's what we are called to do. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode.